You're dialed in to the Turn In Two podcast with your hosts, Matt Mills and Tito. Tito, there it was, September 28th, 2021, inside Bush Stadium after the 17th consecutive win. We took down the Brewers last night to clinch the second wild card spot. And I we were both there. Um, and man, you know, I know they lost tonight and all of that, but what a absolute ride for these 17 games. Yeah, I I'm I want to just first tip my cap to the St. Louis Cardinals, the management team, the players, um, fans that stuck it out, you know, fans that came back on board, even I'll, I'll give you a little cap tip too. And I just want to recognize the monumental feat it is to win 17 games in a row. It's historic. Um, it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, it's every superlative that you can give it without it being negative, I guess. <laughs> but, um, you know, when you when you see what, what this club went through, injuries, a bad June, and have it culminate with a, an absolute epic 17-game run, um, to clinch a, a wild card berth and, and give yourself life at an opportunity for uh, a World Series championship. Um, I just don't I just don't know if there's anything better than that. I mean, you know, when we saw 2011 play out the way it did, you know, most of that story is remembered by, what they did in the postseason. Um, this time around, should they do that again, um, we're taking it to way larger proportions than we could ever have imagined. Um, and as you said, even though it ended tonight at 18 games, and I was I was there for this one too. Um, I was fortunate enough to be at yesterday's and tonight's game. And even though it's ending tonight, uh, with a loss to the Brewers, nothing and no one could take away what that 17-game stretch did for the team, uh, did for the fans, uh, and did for, you know, the city of St. Louis. Um, and I got to tell you this, uh, Dingy, the National League is on full notice of the St. Louis Cardinals. They know we're here. And we are knocking very loudly. Absolutely. And I think for me, you know, you just kind of expected this team to go out every night and get a W. Didn't matter how or, you know, hell, last night they went down early to nothing. But I tell you, watching Adam Wainwright last night, he looked so locked in. And, you know, he wasn't wasn't getting all the pitches, which is okay. But he looked absolutely locked in, and he, I mean, you see Adam 
on those those type of games where he is just absolutely full focused and and he's working quick and moving along and it, i mean outside of the home run i mean he was just just looked excellent out there but you know they put the team out there again that they've been winning with and they did it again and um you know and i'll let you speak on this because I, i'll tell you how i feel i i absolutely absolutely don't mind that they lost the streak i i don't you know we we saw 17 games we saw 17 wins and they clinched last night. You know, there, there's no, there's no, nothing moving forward. That's going to change that. And and for me, I know you and I discussed this, I believe um, last night actually, but you know, I would rather get a loss out of the way, a loss or two. Um, then go go into the, the wild card game possibly banged up a little bit because you've just been feeding the same monster every night and not getting your guys any, any rest at all. And it's important. It's important that you do that because uh, there's no rest come next Wednesday. It's, it's you beat Max Scherzer, you beat um, Gosman, whoever you face, you beat them and you continue. And this team has so much resemblance of the 2011 squad from what we've seen this month, because I remember stepping into September in 2011, you know, we, we were trailing behind a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, this year, yeah, they, they were written off by, I would say 90% of the fan base, maybe even, maybe even 95, 97% of the fan base, because there's just, it was just such a, such a, a mountain to climb and the way the team had been, you know, hot and cold and, you know, for, for them to rack off 17 wins and clinch in the final week at home in front of thousands of Cardinals fans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy. And I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not mad that they lost it. I would rather that get healthy and get ready to go put out that same lineup you've been pushing and let's, let's, deep October run. Yeah. So I want to, I want to touch on one thing that you just talked about and that's Adam Wainwright and his ability to um, meet the moment. You know, I think we both understand. And I think most of the Cardinal fans understand that Adam is a big game pitcher. And I think there is nobody on that rotation right now uh, that we trust more um, to get give the ball to uh, come next Wednesday. Um, I think there's no doubt in my mind that he starts that game. I think, you know, everybody in the media has pretty much guaranteed that. I'm pretty sure Katie Wu said that either yesterday or today on 101 ESPN. Look, when you know you have a guy like Adam Wainwright and you can give him the ball with confidence and say, go win us a game, I'll take that every day. And the Dodgers have somebody like that in Max Scherzer. And we just saw Wayne, you know, we saw Wainwright match up with the Brewers best pitcher in Brandon Woodruff. And as you and I talked about, they just have to find a way to win. Sure. Wainwright gave up that massive home run to uh, Urias and it was a massive shot, but he hung in there. 
mm-hmm. and he kept the team alive. He kept the team within striking distance. And what happens after in the bottom of the fourth, you know, after he gives up that two run home run, the team responds. Mm-hmm. And that's how, you know, that the, that the club, that the baseball team is playing at a very, very high level. And don't forget, and we should make mention of this too, that Adam Wainwright, you know, not only was he pitching, but he also came up in a very, very key at bat in that game that tied the game at two when he put down a safety squeeze. And it was a perfect, perfect bunt. You can't ask for much better from your pitcher. He, yeah. he does it. Uh, he does it at, he does it at on the mound. He does it on the plate. He's just a total winner. And that's who the Cardinals need uh, come next Wednesday, because it will be a battle. And, you know, I know Max Scherzer didn't do well today. I think he had five earned runs and 5.1 innings pitched. And look, that's not good. If you're, if you're a Dodgers fan, that's not something you want to see coming into the wild card game. Mm-hmm. But Max Scherzer is a better pitcher than that, and we all know that. So am I expecting Max Scherzer to throw another clunker of a game like that? No, absolutely not. And it's going to be at home. And I think they're at home right now, but you have to be prepared for Max Scherzer's best. And what you, how you combat that is throwing your best, and that is Adam Wainwright. As far as you know, um, as far as you know, the win streak and whether we we it's okay to lose. Of course, it's okay to lose. Look, you reeled off 17 wins in a row, and I and I tweeted this tonight, and I said. It's hard to win a single baseball game. It's really, really difficult to do that, let alone winning three in a row, right? 17 wins in a row is it's historic proportions. You don't see it every day or every year. Look, the last time this kind, this kind of thing happened was in 2017 when the Indians ripped off 22 in a row. And then prior to that, it was 2002 for the Oakland A's. These things don't happen that often. So when I see people on Twitter complaining about it, oh, well, she she took his foot off the gas. Give me a break. We won 17 in a row. Without those 17 games, you're not in the position that you are tonight, which is a chance at a World Series championship. Granted, yes, it's the wild card game, and you still have to win that but that's a heck of a lot better than the other teams that don't even get a sniff of that wild card game. Yeah. Not even a sniff. I mean, you got, you got five teams getting in national league side, AL side, you know, uh, and I don't, you know, it, this, this wasn't even a, in the picture a few weeks ago. No, you know, and it, it, I, I, for some people, it wasn't a picture. It wasn't even a picture, you know, in June or in last June. Hell, I don't even think. I mean, I, I, I said I didn't even think they got. They were getting in two weeks ago when they just started streaking. I think I they think were. Both, both of us said the same. Five thing. or six I wins there was in, no way. and we're like, nah. I, you know, we've seen too much of this. You know, but the resiliency of this club, and in, in a lot of these games, we saw some crazy shit happen. Mm-hmm. A lot of crazy shit happen, and um, seventeen's fine. Take a loss, maybe take a loss tomorrow during the day game. I don't care. You know, I don't, I don't, you could lose the rest of them, but, you know, give your guys some rest, pick your lineup up 
and let's and let's get ready to gun because honestly, God, I'm not I'm not worried about the Brewers. The, the, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm they, not either. They won the division. Cool, but th- th- there's nothing there's nothing that scares them scares me about that club at all, especially in a, you know seven games because that's when we'd face them. and and you know the the news that came out today about you know Devin Williams going down because he was being upset and punching walls, you know, that's, that's a huge blow. And that's a big piece that's, that's been removed from their pen for the the entirety of the playoffs. I mean, he's not going to come back, especially after a surgery. We're talking weeks. No, he's not coming back. I mean, I just, it's just, it, it's crazy to me. It's honestly yeah. crazy to me that you would do that. And it's, it's even, it's, it's more odd. I think that, that Craig Council, knowing when this happened, has just withheld it. And it's odd that he broke it out today after we clinched. It's like he was just trying to keep Mike Schilt on his toes. I mean, it's a big game decision to to, to, to make you think that he's still available. But, um, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't in uniform. Yeah, look, I'll get to the Devin Williams thing here in, in a second because I think um, there's a lot to be said about that. And, you know, one thing that I, I want to point out um, as we continue kind of discussing, you know, what it mean, what it, would it have meant anything for 18 wins or even 20 wins or resting guys. Right. So I'm of the mindset. I was, I actually met with Emily butcher today at the, at the baseball game. And she asked me point blank, you know, are you, would you be okay if they lost tonight? And I said, absolutely. I'm not expecting them to win every single game. Anybody who's expecting them to win out, you know, not saying that it's foolish to think that, but it just, it, it's not necessarily something that registers high on their priority. Uh, is it a win? Is a win streak fun? Absolutely. Um, would it cool? Would it, would it have been cool to get to 22 games and finish out the season unblemished? Yeah, absolutely. But the fact of the matter is, is you have a priority and that priority is next Wednesday. If it takes you to rest Yadier Molina for two days, three days here, um, so that he can get his shoulder right, if it you know if it behooves Mike Schilt to rest Tyler O'Neill and Nolan Arenado the day after they clinch after 17 straight games of winning in 18 days, um, I think they deserve or earned that rest. I think people often forget that look, this is a 162 game sprint. And you have to do the best that you can over those 162 games. Otherwise, there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And if you don't sit back and appreciate 17 straight games of winning and then say, oh, I can't believe Mike Schilt rolled out a B-squad lineup. Dude, come on. I mean, what more do you want from them? They've literally done everything in their possible power to win as many games as they can. Did they give up games earlier in the year? Yes, we know that. They know that. Mike Schilt knows that. John Mozeliak knows that. They've said so much in the media. Did they blow games in early April? Yes. And we, you and I, have been very critical of Mike Schilt for doing so because we know that those games matter. But the fact of the matter is, is that they are in a playoff position. And guess what? Had they won tonight? Uh, Dingles, who's who's still the second wild card? St. Louis. St. Louis, and who still won the division? 
the Brewers. So it does not matter mm-hmm. whether they won or lost. It does not number. matter. It Just is literally a number, as you're saying. Mm-hmm. So right now, if Mike Schultz says, you know what, I'm rolling the, the B-squad lineup out tomorrow, golf flat, Mike Schultz, because you know what? I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. We're, because guess what? Give me the next three, give me the next three games against the Cubs, but the regulars back in, tune them up, and we're ready to roll. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I think that that's one big thing is, you know, you've got four games left now, four games left to basically get your guys' rest in. I mean, mm-hmm. let's be honest, you know, I, I think St. Louis would have clinched without winning this week at all. Um, you know, I just the Reds fell off when once uh, Winker went down. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the Phillies kind of worried me there for a minute, but the AL or sorry, the NL East is just it seems so weak, you know, it's a dumpster fire, dude. It it's a dumpster fire. Look, the Mets were leading for 103 days and they mm-hmm. lost the division. lead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know what I was watching, a, I saw something the other day that a uh, uh, guy took a picture with Acuna and I'm like, man, you know, how much, how much excitement would that NL East be, you know, if he was still there, but I mean, the Cardinals have more wins than the, the Braves. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, th- this is a different team today. Sorry, let's go back to last night. Team is better yesterday <laughs> than they were three months ago. Yeah. And I think it's all because of that movement of Tyler O'Neill. I think that that just makes a crazy element to it. And it sends this team somewhere else, you know. But during this entire streak, you know, they've played way high, you know. I mean, and, and everybody's having fun. And I don't think that element is lost. I don't think the excitement element is lost. I think that, you know, I, I – I don't know, but I think I think Mike Schill probably approached these guys. And this is just my honest got thought. I thought about this probably an hour ago. But I think that Mike Schill probably after everything was done today, everybody showed up and 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 he probably pulled the entire entire clubhouse and said, Do you guys want to go with it or do you guys want to rest? I think this was probably a team decision, not a Mike Schilt is gonna, you know, pull guys and have them rest. Cause I mean Guys were talking about how they were having so much fun on the streak, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it was a, probably a group decision. You know, that everything was done. You know, that they had taken the the Cardinals' longest winning streak ever, and just and, and they ran with it. But I, I'm glad that they're doing this now because if, if me and you discussed this last night, if if they can defeat the Dodgers, which I'm looking at scores right now. It's probably going to stay that way unless something crazy happens. I think that they can go all the way to the World Series. And that's not me being a homer. That's just saying that that is the only team that that worries me is because it's one game. It's put up or shut up and anything can happen. And, and you know what I said? You know what I've said, right? I mean, I have been on this team um, very optimistic about their chances if they if they make a run um i think we know that the team is very very dangerous right now mm-hmm. um there's something to be said about momentum in game right we saw it last night the brewers get that home run two run shot then the cardinals answer right back and any momentum that milwaukee had from that home run was just snatched out of thin air by the cardinals and their resiliency and their gritty at bats, as I was talking about. If you go back and watch that game and, and look at the kind of at bats the Cardinals were taking, 
they were just punching the brewers in the mouth and the brewers had no response. And, and look, here's the thing. They not only did that last night, they did that at American uh, family field or Miller park, as I'm going to call it. Cause I don't really give a shit about the other name. They punched the brewers in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know what? I found it funny that, the, you know, today when, when I was at the game, Lorenzo Kane caught a ball in the gap by Tyler O'Neill that, you know, was pretty close to getting out, but that was such a routine play for him, but he was talking back to his bullpen trying to say, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Trying to hype it all up. And I'm sitting there thinking, boy, you guys really, really must feel defeated if you're going to say that a fly ball to the warning track is pumping you up, you guys got, they got punched in the mouth. They know they cannot beat this team. And especially without Devin Williams. And I said, I was going to say something about it earlier. Let me say it now, Devin Williams, what you did is completely inexcusable, Mm -hmm. inexcusable. You can sit there and tell me you had one too few many drinks all you want, but inexcusable i don't see any cardinals hurt do you no i don't see anybody hurt on the cardinals team how you get to the point where you can't control yourself is beyond me especially your pitching hand especially your pitching hand but hey you know what people make mistakes i'm not going to sit here and say i'm a saint and neither are you but You have to have some awareness. And not only that, but his teammates also have a responsibility here too. His teammates should have had some responsibility and say, hey, whoa, 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 let's slow down. But when you take it too far, you take it too far, man, and look what happens. You pay a price now. And the Brewers don't have that. You know, they have a good bullpen, but we beat them before too. Oh yeah. So I, I, I'm I'm not I'm not sitting here that you know I'm not sitting here that the Cardinals are just going to go rampant in the National League in the postseason. Yes, they still have a game to play, and they need to win that game before they get that far. But if they do get that far, <laughs> I mean, oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, it's That's all. I, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave it there, but oh boy. Well, I mean, it, it seems like things are starting to. I mean, I know it's uh, and it might not be everything, but I mean, if this is this is essentially Max Scherzer's last start before, yeah, you know, he before the start game. He was bad, and you've got no adjustment to make. You have to, you have to be fuming off of your last start. And today, what is Wednesday? So he's got a, he's got seven. I mean, of course, he'll do bullpens, whatever. But I mean, he's got seven whole days off. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think what and, they'll do, and, and things can still change, right? They can still make it into the. Uh, they can still win their division, but odds after tonight would be very, very low. Oh yeah, um, I, mean, I, the, I think the, the, I the, think, Do- the Dodgers lose, they'd be a uh, full what four games back. I think it's three with four to play. Three, three with think. four to play. That's a lot. That's a lot. You're asking for a hell of a lot. Yeah, and I mean, what it boils down to is. <sighs> Gosh, the Giants uh, won one to zero tonight. <laughs> I, I don't. I, well, dude, everything. Look at this. Every every team is getting a a key man that isn't performing. Brandon Belt's out with a fracture to his hand. Mm-hmm. Devin Williams out with a broken hand. Acuna's off the Braves. Um, Scherzer not looking good on the Scherzer's last start before potentially a wild card matchup against the. 
red hot St. Louis Cardinals is a flub. I mean, I'm not saying the stars are aligning, but I mean, it's looking okay. I mean, and, and of course you just have to get past that first wild card game and then settle in. But um, yeah, I mean, and, and you know what the, the other big news that came out today, Nolan Arnauto stepped into John Mosellock's office and said, I'm coming back. I am coming back. And I wonder at what point, you know, he, he decided that I, I, cause you know, you, you question whether at any point during the season, he said, man, this is not going to go well, but mm-hmm. I wonder if there was a time last night that said, I'm going to step into the boss's office today and tell him I'm doing this again for many years in St. Louis, you know, was there, was it, what, what would it be for you? I mean, I, I, was it the, the final out, the celebration with everybody? Was it the, you know, you know, where, sure. where do you stand at? Yeah, I think in my head, I think there there is definitely a case to make that all along he was not going anywhere. The media told us as much. I think he hinted it at it as much. You know, Derek Gould said as much. Um, there have been definite signs where there was pretty much uh, almost a guarantee, almost, and I'm going to use that very, very uh, keyly here, uh, almost a guarantee that it was he was coming back and I never was worried about it yeah absolutely but if you're gonna pinpoint something that pushes somebody over the edge and says you know what it was a 99.9 percent now it's a 100 percent lock mm-hmm. how can you not see yesterday you and I were both there for the post-game celebration and absolutely all the players coming out um I don't I don't think he's ever seen anything like that I don't think he's ever truly embraced anything like that. I'm sure he's had something with the Rockies. I mean, I get it, but this is a different world here. And I'm not saying the Rockies are, are, are a crap franchise. I'm not going to do that. I, I'm not, I'm not going to disrespect their fan base either, but this is St. Louis. And the expectation is a very, very high bar, a very high bar. And Nolan said it last night. I came here to win, and I want to win. Think, and, and I think about Shohei Otani and what he said yesterday or today, right? He said he wants to win. Mm-hmm. And I think to myself, there are players out there, Nolan Arnato's caliber, that are not even going to see a postseason or even experience a possible championship run. Because they are not on a winning team. They're not in a winning franchise. So when I say that Nolan Arenado experienced the best that St. Louis has to offer last night, I truly mean it. And I think that pushed him to say 100%, I'm in, I'm buying into this, and I want you guys to lead me to the promised land. And in return, I will lead you to the promised land. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know if you caught it last night. One of the most excited people that came out of that locker room was Edmundo Sosa. Oh yeah, I mean, oh yeah, he was uh, he was jazz man. He was so excited, and you know what? When he came out of the dugout and looked at all of us behind him, he was just like, "I I can't even believe that you guys are here right now." Oh yeah, I mean, there was what probably a good two to three hundred of us. 
Really? You don't think so? I don't. I, I just. I just looked at you, and then I. I looked back, and then. Yeah, buddy, yeah I, I would say there was. I'd say there was probably a good two to three hundred of us there. Yeah. Well, watching, I mean, looking for players and just just enjoying the moment. The moment. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, come on. Look, I, I told you. I told you this story. Um, before the game, and it was in 2006. One of the best memories I have of 2006, outside of winning the World Series, was I went to game four of the NLDS against the Padres, Mm -hmm. and it was the game clinching uh, to move on to the National League Championship Series. And the one thing my dad and I did was stay after the game and watch the players come back onto the field, say hi to their families, but they also greeted the fans and, you know, were cheering and celebrating with the fans. And that memory, I will forever hold in my head and in my heart because it was one of the most cherished moments I've ever experienced at Bush Stadium. And you saw you, I was there with my family. I was there with my wife and my son. And my son's not old enough to understand. But one day I will be able to go back in time and show him pictures of that moment and tell him this is what it's about. This is what postseason baseball is about. Moments like this where you are out at the game and you're celebrating with the players that you love, the team you love, and and basking in the moment that is the postseason. Because you and I both know not many teams get this far. Look, only 10 make it to this point anyway. So there are what 22 other teams that don't even get there. 20. And there are 20 other teams that don't even get there. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, but even some haven't even been to the playoffs before in their life. Oh, yeah. Let's not, it's and, not even about. I think, I think about players like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, again, not being in the playoffs. You can be an MVP, but guess what? Doesn't matter to me. Bryce Harper can win the MVP this year in the National League. Doesn't matter. You're not going to make it to the playoffs again. Yeah. Not going to win again. Mike Trout, you're great. You're great. You're probably the best player in baseball. (laughs) You're not going to win anything. Shohei Otani, you're probably going to be top two for MVP this year. You're not going to win anything. Nope. And that's, you know, and to me, it's not even out. It's not even, you know, this team getting to celebrate and, and, you know, the thing is, is, I mean, this wasn't supposed to happen. Let's no. be real. This wasn't no. supposed to happen. They weren't supposed to be able to do this. And then last night, I know that um, I got a text message and I, I sent it over to you. And I'm like, man, you know, this is getting real. You know, they're putting up the plastic in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, everybody and their brother seemed like they home run, hit a home run last night. And it was just a good game, you know. I mean, Wayno's bunt and. I think it was just it's a team win. It's yeah. just a team win. That's that's all it came down to. Absolutely. And um I mean it was a very special moment because like I said, it wasn't supposed to go down. It wasn't supposed to happen. This team was written off um by everybody and their brother. And um you know, now we are one of the five teams that are going to get to play for a chance at the the World Series title again. Um and then, there's one thing I want to one one thing I want to say about yesterday's game that I don't think we've really touched on. Mm-hmm. How how awesome was that crowd last night? I'll be honest with you, I I didn't look around much. 
I, I didn't look around much. Um, and partial, you know, those those drinks were flowing a little too heavy. Uh, <laughs> well, you you were in the green seats, though. You were high class, but, you know, way above us peasants. But, well, the thing for me is, is, you know, I wanted to be in that moment with everything going on because I've never, I've never sat there before, you know, I've never well, sat there. And, think, and think about it. Your favorite player homers and you get witness firsthand witness to it too. Yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't seen one in person since uh, he was in Springfield and you know, I mean, it was, it was a blast. Um, but yeah, I mean, the crowd me showed up. Picture for you. Let me pick, paint the picture for okay. you. I, I, I've been to 10 games this year, including tonight's game and hopefully Oh, well, I'll be at Sunday's game for the finale, but uh, um, hopefully it'll be an NLDS at this point, too. But, you know, I've been to my fair share of games this year and the crowd size, you know, it it is what it has been. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been lackluster. The energy hasn't been there. But I'm telling you, last night it was there. The energy Everything was ready to go. The flow of the game was keeping people interested in the game, the excitement of the game, the wonder of whether or not they were going to win and clinch this thing on their own merit. Uh, because at one point, the you know, we saw the Phillies lose at one point. I was texting you, telling you that the Phillies had lost. So, you know, there was hope. Um, but everything about it, just felt right. It felt like St. Louis Cardinal baseball uh, was finally in its proper place. Um, And even tonight, the crowd was just right around the same size. There was a lot of excitement in the building still. And yeah, we lost and, you know, that kind of deflated it, but it was there. The the magic, that, that feeling of, of, of being ready for postseason baseball was there. And I, all I have to say is that to anybody that's listening um, and will listen to this, I, I surely hope that if the Cardinals make it to the NLDS and that first home game comes up, we are ready to rock and roll. And I, I, I hope, I hope that that sea of red returns to Bush. No doubt in my mind. No, no doubt in my mind, because October baseball in St. Louis is, you know, it's unmatched for, for it's anybody, unmatched. for anybody who's not been, it's, it's, it's on another level. I mean, there, I'll tell you this, um, 2011 game seven. Um, I had to come up. I had to come up. I didn't care if I had a ticket, you know, yeah. I, I was riding the high from the night prior. I didn't care if I had a ticket. I didn't care what was going to happen. You know, I was going to be there. And if my favorite team won the World Series, it's going to be mayhem. And the sound from outside Bush Stadium was just crazy, you know. And I've been to my fair share of NLDS games and, you know, the rally towel, everything like that. And, and, you know, everybody's just so pumped up and, you know, it's just for anybody who's never been to a postseason game, whether it be in St. Louis or somewhere else, watching them, you know, you just, you, you, you need to go, even if it's just finding the cheapest tickets possible and, and sitting in the nosebleeds, you need to go. 
because it's 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 such a crazy atmosphere, especially in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I completely completely agree with you. If you if you get an opportunity, hey, you know what? Everybody has an opportunity because there were twenty dollar tickets available for NLDS Game One, mm-hmm. and if you didn't jump on that, uh, I feel very very sorry for you because. In previous iterations of the NLDS, I've paid as much as a hundred bucks just to sit in one game, um, a piece for an NLDS game. So twenty bucks to sit for an NLDS is peanuts. Trust me, absolutely. <laughs> Trust me. I mean, there's no reason for that stadium not to be filled, especially with twenty dollars tickets. I just hope people follow through. I really do. I, I really mean that sincerely. I want people to follow through with going to this game, to those games, even the next couple of games. Look, the players know, as Adam Wainwright said, that they were not doing very well. Then they go on this run and look, their confidence is extremely, extremely high. And you need that going into the postseason. Mm -hmm. Is that a guarantee that they're going to win? No, but I will take my chances on a very, very confident team than a team that doesn't deserve to be there in the first place. Mm -hmm. That you know that that's the whole point of it. Could you? I mean, look. Could you have imagined had the Reds made it in their lackluster performance the rest of the way? They somehow sneak into the wild card. They're they're almost a guaranteed to lose. They didn't even put up a run last year. Yeah, I mean that's embarrassing. I think yeah. I think what I hate the most is you know during all this time of the Cardinals winning X amount of games. Well, even you know 13, 14, 15, um, leading up to this point tonight. You know, I'll go into the mentions of uh, MLB and, you know, the Cardinals and, and, and it's just negativity from, you know, Brewers fans, Reds fans, Dodgers fans, uh, Giants fans. And it's it's to me. It's a sense of being scared. It's a sense of being worried um, mm-hmm. that the buzzsaw, if it gets through, is is coming and. You know, the I just see the oh, oh, you know, they're going on this winning streak just to lose in the wild card game. And I'm just like, man, you know, I, I, are you jealous? Well, I mean, what, why, why talks? I mean, if you think Cardinals and you think, you know, October baseball, I mean, plain and simple. And I, I just think there's a lot of, a lot of people worried that this team's getting hot at the right time. And then I don't give, like I said earlier, I don't give a shit about this loss. This loss means nothing to me. You know, we put out a very interesting lineup, but these guys have busted their tails the past few weeks to get to this point. Let's rest them up. Let's get ready for October. Yep. I I mean, there's, I completely agree. There's again, as I've said, there's no reason to be upset. No, none whatsoever to be upset about tonight's loss. Correct. All all good things come to an end at some mm-hmm. point. And I'd um, rather it be now than game 163. Or, heck, even in the wild card game. Could you imagine riding this streak into the wild card game and then losing it? I mean, like, that would be very disappointing, too, and it would be a, a tough loss. But, look, you get this monkey off your back now, mm-hmm. let it go, and then just be prepared to play. I mean – this isn't um, this isn't new to these guys, right? They've won games before and then they've lost them the next day. Heck, they've even had big leads and blown them in the same game, early leads and blown them in the same game. So 
take a step back, realize what's going on, read the room, right? Re- read the room and realize that, you know, there is a tomorrow for them right now, but come next Wednesday, there is none. And that's when everything gets amped up, right? I mean, that's when the, the, the door um, either swings, swings open for you or, or it remains shut. And, um, you just hope that you're on the, you get to be on the, on the team that opens that door and leads you into the, to the next round. Um, and guess what? I, I think you're right. If everything holds the way it is and the, and the Dodgers lose, um, there's a very, very small chance, a very small chance that, um, that the Dodgers overtake them right? They're losing by three right now in the bottom of the seven. Um, There's not a lot of time for them. And if they go down three games with four to go, um, you know, that uh, the Giants should be feeling very good about themselves um, and in their position. But um, you can't take it for granted. I mean, you can't take these moments for granted. Um, You can't just sit there and say, oh, I wish they would have won 18. Well, guess what? They didn't Um, take the 17 be thankful that it happened. I mean, like today, I, I, I want to say this about uh, a tweet I, I received. Um, it was during the game. And I know, you know, being a, being a homer is something people laugh at at, at times. Um, but this person tweeted at me because I said that the Cardinals were going to walk off tonight. And again, there's, I'm pretty sure they're the only team that does not have a walk off, but this guy tweeted at me, after I said that saying, you know, he loves my eternal optimism. Right. And I just simply responded to him by saying, look, I'm just thankful we have a team to cheer for. Mm -hmm. And if you go into these games thinking you're never, you never have a chance to win, you might as well have already lost the game. And even when you lose, there's always going to be a tomorrow. So whether we lost this game or not, didn't mean anything to me because I knew I knew in my head that we have a wild card game coming up and that is where we need to hang our hat on. Yeah. We got bigger fish to fry, you know, oh, absolutely health and health and, <laughs> uh, and absolutely getting fish ready to, to go. Um, and that fish is the Dodgers. That fish for me is right now is the Dodgers. And I think actually one thing that they talked about on one-on-one ESPN was uh, this morning was, you know, if there was a team in the postseason to stop the Cardinals, who would it be? And on the National League side, obviously. And I think 100% hands down, the only team that I truly fear is the Dodgers. That's it. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's, it's minimum nine innings of baseball and that's it. Anything can happen. We've seen that, you know, against the, against um, the Braves, you know, one game can, can change everything. And Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, look at look at uh, you remember the the big battle with the Rockies and the Cubs a few years back. Yeah, I mean yeah. that one extras and who? I mean, I I don't know, but let's let's step away from the Cardinals right now. I think we've I think we've we've discussed our pleasures and our displeasures with people. Um, what I need a team for both the AL and NL, NL, mm-hmm. NL, NL. Who is, what? An old. An old. Who are your two most disappointing teams? One from each league. I mean, I think the obvious 
one one of the obvious teams for the NL has to be the Padres. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's a very it's it's way too talented of a team um, to be in the position that they are. Yeah, and you know, I understand that injuries hurt them. I, I truly do, um, but this team is team is way too talented to be flirting with 500 baseball way too talented um they may not even have a winning season and if you had told me that at the start of the year and based on how the year was going for them Mm -hmm. i would have told you you're out of your mind yeah um so i'm going to say that they're definitely one of the biggest disappointments in the national league um If I had to say one other disappointing team in the National League, I'm also I'm going to hang my hat on. I'll probably hang my hat on the Braves a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And and the reason I say that, yes, they lost you know Ronald Acuna and that hurts a lot. Um, but they also have a really really solid team, a really really good team, and pretty decent pitching. Um, and for them to only be leading their division by the, you know, four games at 85 wins, it just feels very underwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have to win out essentially to, to win uh, uh, 90 games. Um, and that's easier said than done, obviously. Um, but they still have, they have that opportunity to do so. Um but that's 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 just it feels very underwhelming. And normally I would say 90 win season. It's pretty dang good. Normally that gets the Cardinals into the playoffs. Um, but even the Cardinals, you know, if they were in that division, they would be leading by, you know, three games as of tonight and with a chance to clinch it within the next two days, depending on what the Braves would even do themselves. Um, so I, I just felt like, you know, the nationally East overall was very underwhelming. I mean, we knew there were bad teams in there like the Marlins and then the nationals, um, they sold off everything. Um, so I, I just want to say that the Braves were probably my second one. Um, AL wise, um, whew, this is a, this is tough, but I, I know where I want to go with it. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the – I know that they're a 90-win team right now. I thought the Yankees very vastly underperformed themselves. Um, I had them as a World Series pick. That doesn't mean that they can't get there. Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be Yankees-Cardinals in the World Series. Um, But they have vastly underperformed, even though (laughs) they're in the thick of it. I mean, look at that. That division is just insanely good. Yeah. Uh, Insanely good. so I guess I can't really hang my hat on too much of that, but that's a team that I thought would perform better. Um, and I've got to say, I think the Oakland A's, they've probably underwhelmed a lot too. And that's what I would say. But generally, who we thought was going to win the division in, in the American League ended up doing so. The White Sox, we knew we were going to win. Houston Astros were uh, almost a sure lock. It's nice to see the, the Mariners – uh, be so close. Oh yeah, I can't. I mean, believe they're that. 
that they can still get that second wild card spot. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, you know, we could easily have a field day with the amount of tiebreakers that could actually happen in the AL wildcard, yeah. uh, which would be absolute chaotic fun, and I would welcome every bit of it. Um, but I would say that, yeah, I'd say the A's and the, and the Yankees underperforming, um, and I understand that the Yankees turned their season around, and they're they're in a position where they're, I think, in the lead of the wild card by half a game or one game. Um so good on them, but I thought they would do a little bit better than that. But you know, that you know, beggars can't be choosers, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I, I would probably with the NL pick on my end, I would probably go as well with the Padres because you know, you, they they had a, a rotation built for success. I yeah. mean, that's all they did this offseason was hammer out, you know, starting pitching. And um Absolutely. I was, you know, and early on it looked crazy, but it, early on, just like the Reds, the Reds were, were doing things that nobody expected. Um, I mean, the AL, man, I don't, I, I'm going to, I'm going to totally reverse the entire question. I'd say the most surprising team for me is the Mariners. the Red Sox. Mariners. Well, yes, but. I think the, I think the Red Sox were just supposed to be absolute trash. They're kind of like the Giants. Like nobody expected the Giants to rack off a hundred plus wins. Nobody. I mean, no, I don't think so either. They were probably destined to be a third or fourth place team. Well, I think Pakoda had them less or sub five hundred. Yeah, I oh, mean, we've seen what Pakoda could do. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that whole NL West. I mean, there's only two teams above five hundred. They're just. I don't know if that makes the the division in itself that there's powerhouses out there, or if the teams are just terrible. Teams are just terrible. I mean, I, 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 truly, I mean, think about it. You, I think you might have tweeted this out, or somebody tweeted it out. The, the between the two teams that the Arizona has played five and thirty-one. Yeah, five and thirty-one between both the Giants and Dodgers against the Diamondbacks. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, really bad. Historically bad. This is like a, a punching bag out there. That's nothing, dude. That's just that's nothing. Bag. Good grief. I mean, look, the Pirates are not good. And the Cubs certainly don't don't have it either. But brutal, dude. Brutal. Well, we'll probably we'll probably link up one more time before the wild card game, of course. Uh send out one more pod before um before the game starts. And well, I, I think it's I think we should easily, you know, have a once the the field has has settled, and, oh, absolutely, and know yeah. what this is. I'm sure we'll have a a pre wild card game, um, and then obviously day of the game. You know, even that night, we'll probably have some immediate reaction. Uh, um, depends how things are going. You know, I, if I mean, yeah, I, we might, we might. We yeah, might, I we mean, have some reflection, look, reflection yeah. to do. There, you know what, there has to be some. Um, I will say though, I think the season for the Cardinals, I think it humbled a lot of people. I, I, I think, I think we were anticipating being a lot better than we were. And you know what's sad about it is we've got eighty-eight wins with three to play, four to play. Mm-hmm. The team has not been that – I mean, the wins are there, but it just mm-hmm. – an accumulation of the entire season just seems like they've – I mean, they were floating around 500 
until three weeks ago. So I guess it's it's it, there has been some very disappointing ball. But uh, well, re- remember what I said to you last night. Had the had the Cardinals not gone ten and seventeen in June, let's say they win four of those games, mm-hmm. right? Um, so they're that they're actually fourteen and thirteen, um, or or if that's the case, right? You know, there still would have been meaningful baseball this week. Oh, absolutely. In division wise. And let's say that they want had won, um, you know, had they gone uh, uh, 17 and 10. Right. You're right now. You would have been tied for the division lead with one game to go against the Brewers and then uh, going to and then having the Cubs come into town where almost our gimme wins while the Brewers would have. I think they would have had to face the Dodgers. Um, and the last set of games, I mean, <laughs> well, you talk, think talk about talk about a, uh, you know, how how, you know, one season or how one month really changes the the view of uh, of the landscape. Well, even some of those games where you wish you wish that things would have been handled differently. I mean, there's there's at least probably a handful of games I can look at and go. Man, if we would have not done this or done something better, or not blown in time, we would probably be fighting for the the. Well, for one, uh, there's there's too many variables. Will the yeah. team have racked off you know 17 wins if things were different? I don't know. the The whole point is, I think that we're trying to make is that baseball, you know, has a funny way of of humbling you. And that mm-hmm. if you had played better early on, maybe we're talking about who are we playing in the division series mm-hmm. instead of having to worry about the wild card game. Because I think a lot of us were expecting the Cardinals to take the division pretty handily. Uh-huh. Maybe not so much handily, but I think we were we were almost saying, you know what, it's ours to lose. Yeah. And we lost it. And we were humbled. We, we did. And we were humbled. And now we have to we have to fight for that opportunity. Uh, to even get to the division series via the wild card. And, you know, that's the price to pay. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot is being made about how the Dodgers, who are a 100-win team, are going to have to face the Cardinals, uh, an 88, possibly 90-win team, um, in the wild card game, um, and how that's not fair if they get <laughs> bounced out. And you know what I have to say to that? Just like I would tell the Cardinals fans that would be saying the same thing, win your division. Play better baseball in the season, and you won't have to do that. Would That's you literally the purpose of it? Would you? I've been thinking about this a lot. I thought about this today because you do look at divisions where there's two 100 win teams, and you know uh, the 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 Braves may not even have a, a, an awesome record. But could would you be fine with, or do you ever think we could see potentially? Something where they scrap the automatic lead the division and you're in. You got five teams, you take the top records, um, and then you set the bracket like that. Or do you? I think it would add more very, you know, variation to the tournament, and I think that I would be okay with it. I mean, I say, I, you know, I don't think does winning the division should the winning the division matter. Yes, mm-hmm. but in the grand scheme of things, look at the, the way that this is playing out. 
Do I think that because the Dodgers, it, you know, falling in second place deserve to face the hottest team in baseball? No, I don't think they deserve that. But that's the way the cookie crumbles, man. That, yeah, yeah. you know, for so long, baseball has always been like that. For yeah, so long. Think, you know, and I, I hate referencing 2011 to this year's squad because they're, they're two completely different teams. It, but, but it's look, the inevitable. It's look, the inevitable. Look at the past two times St. Louis has won the World Series. 2006, 83 win season, was it? Yep. And in 2011, barely squeezed in. I mean, those teams, while they weren't favored at all, in, any, in 2011, you know, backs against the wall against Philly, backs against the wall against Milwaukee because, you know, we were supposed to be walked all over, you know, and then you come in against the Rangers and you're like, man, this, this squad's good, though, too. And, you know, the, when, when, St. Louis, when the St. Louis Cardinals succeed in the postseason and get things done, we weren't supposed to be there. And if we were there, or we, I mean, obviously we were there, but when we get in, Mm-hmm. we aren't the favored team. And, right. you know, the the 93-win team, I believe is 93 in 2013, you know, yeah, that was cool, but they didn't win it, you know. Um, and it's like whenever we just barely squeeze in or we're underdogs is whenever the Cardinals fight their hardest. And, yeah, different players. There's only a few left from 2011, but – it's just like it runs through the blood. It's just like, it's that damn devil magic. Yeah. It just, I, I think Bill DeWitt has sold his soul. I, I, I do. And you know, he wasn't, he was, uh, he was enjoying the game last night. My boy, uh, Nelly St. Louis's own was enjoying the game, man. That's one yeah, dude I was did. trying to, I was like, man, I'm, I think I need to go to the bathroom. Nelly is away from seals. Like, I, I think I need to go to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> See if, uh, the, and be like, the, the man, the myth, the legend is start singing him country grammar. Oh, he'd be like, Good God, get this yeah. white boy away from me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tito. Um, let, let's 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 do our let's do our sign off, our finalizer. What's yeah. your hot take of the day? Um, wow, I mean, I want I want scolding hot because we we are we might only have two pods left. I want something in the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, I'm going to go out and say this, that, um, you know what? Here's your hot take. No playoff predictions. No playoff predictions. That'll be next week's pod. I want something relevant within the next few games. We will get, we will get the, the white flaming hot, next week before we play the Dodgers and or Giants? Um, I The only hot take I can think of is that we, that we get a, one, a game 163 between the Giants and Dodgers. You think so? I I, I think it could happen. At, no, that no. I, I think it's too insurmountable. That'd be I, tough. It's, it's, yeah, no, no, no. It's not going to happen. I, you know what? We're gonna get chaos in the AL wild card. Three, three, tie, three team tie for that second spot. My God, could you imagine? Oh man, have you seen the rotation that they have to do for that? 
No, but I look it I up love... and we'll talk about it next time. Oh, God, it sounds stressful. <laughs> no, it I... is stressful. I... There's let me tell you this there's an A team, a B team, and a C team, if that tells you anything. That's rough. But I do like I do like watching those the man wild card games, these one game stunners are just they're amazing. And I hey, if know, baseball wants to make money, that's the way it's gonna be. But it's it's thrilling. It's it's truly thrilling on these one gamers. And I know a lot of people want to see multiple, multiple, multiple games for these wildcard sets, but to me it doesn't make sense. I love just sitting in front of the TV and just watching it because it's it's great baseball. Man, playoff baseball, you know it is just unlike anything else, except yeah. for if unless you play the nationals in the NLCS, and it's just it's depressing. Hey, can I tell you something really interesting that you probably aren't aware of? Um, yeah, the Mariners have won twelve games in a row. Who have the Mariners? They won twelve in a row. Twelve in a row. So they've been I'm overshadowed just, by the Cardinals. I'm just kidding. Never mind. Why did Bob Bob Nightingale say they've won twelve consecutive victories? Uh, maybe was it against the A's or maybe something? Maybe just against the A's. It's okay. 12. I was like, good God, how do we have two streaks that long? Let me see. One, two, three, seven. Okay, well, while you're looking that up, I'm going to rattle off my hot take. Mm-hmm. So, my hot take for the four games left in the year, I think, I think the Cardinals only win two more games, uh, whether it be, you know, against all the Cubs or what. But I think they win. I think they win two more games. Um, I don't think they'll – I think they'll win 162 against the Cubs at home. Mike Shannon's last game. I want to start something, truthfully. And then that shit, that ain't even a hot take. God, what's my hot take? What is my hot take? Okay. It it, it has been 12 consecutive victories against the A's, which is pretty incredible. Here's my my hot take. We're not – we're going to stay because, I mean, the NL's drawn up already. My hot take is is the Mariners bounce in and and get the second wild card spot. Wow! I think they get in there and shock everybody. Not only that, not shock only that, take but I the, think they win. Take down the Yankees. Say it. Yeah, say it. I think I think they win. They're gonna they're gonna pull off the shit that Colorado did a few years ago to the to the the, the Cubs. You know what's funny about your hot take? Huh. Is you literally told me no playoff predictions. You know what? Telling me a I'm running out. I'm running out because I, I, yeah. there's, there's four games. There's four games left. I don't. I mean, other than I, mean, I don't really know. I don't really know. By, by the way, the Dodgers have now pulled within one. Uh, it's nine to eight going into the bottom of the eighth inning. They just flew out, or Chris Taylor just flew out. So, you know, there's life for the Dodgers, but you know, it's dwindling quickly. Yeah. No, that's not even a hot take. You're right. You're right. I stepped out of my boundaries that I set. My hot take, um, hot take, hot take, hot take. I think, mm, 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 mm. Mm. I'll let you keep yours for the sake of closing this one out. Okay. I don't want you to. I don't want you to do the I'm, mental gymnastics. I don't want you to hurt yourself. It's not yeah. worth it. It's not worth it. You're right. It hurts. It hurts. Okay. Well, thank you for your hot take. I failed. I know. I know. Johnny Joints is going to be so pissed. He, Johnny he, Smitty. He, 
Smitty, Smitty, he, he loves Smitty. the scorchers. He loves the scorchers, but yeah, I don't know. I guess if I had a, a hot one, hot one, you know, back your fucking team. I know we, I know we kind of we were a little upset with it, but right now we're we're geared up to get ready for this thing. Let's stay on board. Stop with the negativity. I don't give a shit who they throw out there in the next few days. We're freaking in. Let's do it. Let's gear up for this one game against the the stumbling Max Scherzer, and let's let's get ready to go. Bellinger just tied the game, just so you know. Oh, so. I'm about to turn this game on. I know yeah, it's you might, time, you might as well. But. I'm about to turn this thing on, but um, okay. If you guys want to check out the Turn It Two podcast, please hit us up with the five stars, that five star rating on Apple iTunes. Get us bumped up a little bit, you know. Um, it, it does help out the uh, the um, algorithm, I guess. But give us that five star on apple itunes always check out spotify i know a few people love spotify there's like three people that listen on google podcast but i'm going to shout it out anyways because it's there um so if you got an android phone like tito used to have until i turned him to the dark side check out google podcast but um tito send us off yeah how about them cardinals Woo!